0: Welcome to a questions in the closet bonus episode. I'm excited for this one. Yeah? Why, Charlie? I've been holding on to this information for like almost two years. (gasps) Two years? That's like a whole mission.
1: It's almost as long as I held on to my orientation.
0: Wow, that's like two and two-thirds pregnancies.
1: Oh, how do you know that?
0: I just did the math.
1: You did so good. Okay. Well, without further ado. And from the title of the bonus episode, I'm sure you can guess, I have a new book coming out. (gasps) Charlie, tell us the title of this book. Okay. The title is Expanding the Borders of Zion, subtitle, A Latter-day Saint Perspective on LGBTQ Inclusion. Love it. Um, And I'm really excited. Like I said, I started writing um, basically like right after I finished my first book, Without the Mask, and it came out, I started, you know, you just have ideas and you just kind of like think of things. So I was brainstorming.
0: Um, And actually, you gave me a blessing and i remember it was right outside in the backyard uh he's like give me a blessing i was like let's go inside you're like it's a beautiful summer night (laughs) i I was like a blessing outside (laughs) (laughs) and i was dealing with some stuff and you gave me this blessing and um one of the
1: phrases you used was that um like the lord has called me to expand the borders of zion and as soon as i heard that phrase like this project this book just like flooded into my mind and a lot of like ideas that i had but couldn't put words to all of a sudden were like you know phrases and stories just kind of like coming into my heart and i just had to start writing mm-hmm. and so i did
0: wow uh, well that because that happened that was the week your first book came out
1: yeah i'm telling you this <laughs> it has been a long time
0: <laughs> so you're excited about this book it all like came to you um what's it about
1: um yeah so it, it's about expanding the borders of science right <laughs> what okay
0: so <laughs> i don't understand how the title so relates to the I, I like
1: i'm so passionate about creating a space for LGBTQ plus people who have faith and want to worship. And you know, we hear so many heartbreaking stories of people who love the church, love the gospel, love Christ, love the community, want to be part of this, but there's like thwarted belonging that defines the experience for so many people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the flip side of that, I'm hearing so many like members of the church, straight members of the church saying, I want to be a better ally. I don't know how, I don't have the right words. I'm scared to say something wrong um and i was like okay i'm going to write a book about how like like it's ally focused and about how people can make sure that like the circle of love that they're like giving out is is wide enough to embrace everybody mm-hmm. and that we can make a welcoming place to where if a gay person wants to worship regardless of you know where they're at or their relationship relationship status or whatever that there can be a place for them where they can be safe and comfortable and hold on to um aspects of their worship yeah. Um surprise I'm passionate about this. <laughs> you know, I I've, you know, that's why we do the podcast, that's why we do anything, but but it was so amazing to be able to like really focus on this theme of expanding the borders of Zion. Like how do we create a place that draws people in? How do we go after people and, you know, fix some of these cultural misconceptions that drive people away mm-hmm. and like invert it to where like The church isn't a fortress anymore it's a refuge and we want you to come and there's a space there's a space for you here
0: yeah so how do you do that
1: in the book um yeah that's a great question um a lot of it is just like um uh, pulling together like i i did like scriptural research and um i I pull a lot from general conference talks and and i really wanted to be in line with modern revelation from prophets and apostles um and so, with that, I, I tie in personal stories about um, when people have done that for me and when people haven't done that for me. Um, so, two um, chapters that come to mind actually one of them, um, I, I go through like common approaches and how those impact people on the bottom line. Mm-hmm because um, cause, you know th- there's a lot of ways that intentions aren't matching impact right now and people have really good intentions and they're saying things thinking that they'll be helpful but the impact of it can have some really negative consequences for the LGBTQ people yeah. um, and you know like I, I love it like I, I don't want to give too much away because I really want people to <laughs> read it like, I- like I'm so proud of what I wrote um, but it's the you know I like explain that and like what that does Mm -hmm. So that's one. And then one of my other favorite chapters um, kind of um, I guess in a way it kind of mirrors the stages of coming out Mm -hmm. um, episode that we did on the podcast. Um, So that might be familiar to some of the listeners. It's very good. Um, Thank you. The the one that you read. Yeah, Yeah. well, I read it all, but it's good. Um, But I really wanted to dig deeper into like, what does this look like in an LDS context, each stage of coming out and how can people provide like physical competent love and support in each stage and recognize those to where people can move through them and mature through them in healthy ways yeah um and it just makes me so happy and like i wrote it all and it's there and it's like (laughs) a great resource so yeah
0: yeah, and Charlie, you were like such a stinking good writer. Like it's just like a beautiful book. So you sent me the manuscript like right before it was going off to be public like be, to be printed. Yeah. And or to be edited, like the final edit and and so I you do like can you read this all in like a few days? So I read the whole thing in a day and a half and I thought it was beautiful and I only cried a couple times. Oh,
1: <sighs> well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And and I'm hoping it can be more con- comprehensive too. I I think one of the most beautiful things about my first book um the feedback I got was like You know, I picked up this book to learn about um, like a gay family member, but it also taught me about Christ Mm -hmm. and it taught me about myself. Um, And and I think and and I hope that I've kind of hit that nail on the head again Mm -hmm. um, to where this is a book about LGBTQ inclusion, but it's more expansive than that. It's. It it it's expansive expansive <laughs> orders of zion yeah you know it, it it can really be applicable to a lot of different situations and people yeah awesome and i just love the stories i shared i've guys i've been holding on to some of the best stories that i have and not sharing them on the podcast <gasps> for the past two years <laughs> because i needed to include them in this book and they're there and they're written like I, i'm just like i really think it's the best work i've ever done like i'm so excited for it
0: yeah <sighs> I can't believe I get to tell people. I'm excited too. Like I want people to read it too. Charlie, you're like jumping out of your seat right now. Like, like I I, I feel this excitement from you and you know, tell us more about like what excites you about it.
1: Well, I think part of it is that I haven't really felt accomplished yet because I've just been working so hard on it and you know how writing is, it's it's kind of messy and it changes Mm -hmm. so much. And I kind of took a different approach with this book. I decided to self publish. Um, So there's been a lot of like different challenges and learning curves and like, I haven't like crested and been like, I did it. And now I can give it to people. Like, this is literally the first time I've talked about it. Yeah. So it's
0: like, I'm like, I actually did it. <laughs> you did so, it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, tell us about why you decided to self-publish.
1: Oh, uh, great question. Thank you. Um, so I was, I was working with Deseret book on this. Um, basically, like I said, as soon as I finished my first book, I was like, okay, I got another one it's in the works. Um, so I was brainstorming and, you know, I was writing and then about halfway through my master's program, life got really, really hard mm-hmm. uh, for a number of reasons. And, and I think some of it was like COVID related. Cause my first year cheer wasn't that intense. School was all m- mostly online. Yeah. You would sit over there at a desk uh-huh. to do your work. or outside in the folly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I had more time and I could think and introspect. It felt a little bit slower. Um, and then when things picked up the next year, they picked up fast but then also there were some you know, some situations that impacted me and us as just gay members of the church and, and being BYU-related that were just really emotionally charged mm-hmm. um, and took a lot of emotional energy away from me. So I ended up being about just over a third of the way done and had the rest of it mapped out. Um, and I just got to the point where I couldn't write. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried so hard, and probably for about like eight to nine months, like, I was just so exhausted, and I was like, no, I have to put my effort into school, into cheer, into our podcast, um, into my family, mm-hmm. into myself, and I just felt, I don't know, I, I, I was just blocked, and, and it was hard, um, so I ended up, um, you know, once things settled down at the the beginning of this summer, I kind of like, was a little reinvigorated renewed and i talked um i had a meeting with deseret book and i was like oh my gosh okay i'm writing again i'm so excited (laughs) and i was like because
0: you'd reach out to them at the very beginning
1: right like like i I was in the slot i had like a timeline for the release of the book and i was like i'm gonna make the timeline and they were like oh charlie the timeline is far past (laughs) um i was like no but i can write fast like i can do it now and they're like i don't they're like, oh, sweet boy, it takes so much longer than that to publish a book,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and they'd already put another author in the slot that I wanted to come out in. You know, I said, okay, when's the next time that it can be released? And they were like, it was like September twenty twenty three, and I was like, what? I Can't wait that long. Like, I gotta get this information out now. I said, what are my options? And they said, well, you know, sometimes we have um, people that will decide to self publish, and if you can do all the work quicker, then it can come out whenever. And then we'll have you know meetings further down the road to see if we can sell in our stores and you know still have the reach. So that's what I decided to do.
0: just to save yourself a year.
1: to save myself a year, just because I feel like like it feels so important to me that this information is out now, because mm-hmm. I think it's packaged in a way. like like some of the words that I, I've sat on and that I, I would honestly say have been revealed to me that I wrote in this book. It feels so important and like, like people need them and they need to read them and be able to look at them. Yeah. Um, and so I said, yeah, I'll take that extra work on because it's that important to me.
0: Mm-hmm. So what has self-publishing been like?
1: <laughs> A learning curve. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't realize. So basically i like created my own publishing company.
0: Uh huh. Charlie bird LLC.
1: Um, well it's called birdhouse book.
0: Oh, cute. I love huh? that's. So I made a little logo. The logo is actually you, really guys adorable. Can see I love it. On the, it. Yeah. It's on
1: the back and on the spine. That's really good. Um, I drew that. You did? Yeah, like I drew it on my friend's iPad. Was oh. very, it took me a long time, but I was very happy. With it looks really that. good. Thank you. I have my own logo now. Um, but yeah, like there were so many things I didn't realize that went into publishing, and just things like, I mean, like registering it with the Library of Congress and like filing for copyright, and um, you know, like finding a typesetter and a printer and people to design it and um, editing like it was all in house. Right. So it it was really hard, honestly. Um, A lot of like Googling, how do I do (laughs) blank? How how do I publish a book? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I talked to some friends who had done it before, but, but it's you know, like starting anything. You just have to figure it out. So hopefully I figured it out right. And now that it's available for pre-order, like hopefully you will get your copies. Because I'm literally going to be like in my bedroom putting them in envelopes to send to you. Wait a
0: minute. You are going to physically mail every copy yourself? Yeah. I'm the publishing company. Oh, wow. Like it's me. So when someone holds this book, you also held it. I have touched it. But my DNA. <laughs> Will you like promise to, like kiss every book or something? No, All right, fine. I
1: don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's creepy. That is like, definitely people creepy. People like like a hair or something, <laughs> like a curly hair that falls out of my head. Um, but uh, yeah, and and honestly, it's been rewarding. But like I said, it was messy. And one thing that was scary is like the financial risk. Like I, I had to pay for everything myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like digging <laughs> into the hole. Um but I mean, that's how much I believe in this project. I like, I've, I've dedicated my life savings mm-hmm. <laughs> to getting this book out and, and, and I hope it does well, you know?
0: Yeah. And um, if people pre-order it, then.
1: Yeah. So that's actually why I'm doing the pre-order thing. Cause I need to make a bigger order of books so that it can be distributed to stores. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get it a lot of places. Like, um, I, I want resources to go to people mm-hmm. rather than people have to look for resources. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, kind of set up this pre-order system and like, if anyone's interested and wants it early and has the means to do it, that would be super helpful because essentially like with the pre-order sales, I'm just plugging that right back in mm-hmm. cause I ran out of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm going to, um, hopefully make a bigger order and be able to hire a, a distribution company yeah. to actually get it in stores. Um, so, so yeah, like in, until then it's, it's literally just like me with envelopes and shipping labels. That's so fun. And also so much work. Yeah, it is. Um, but like I said, like, I feel happy because this is the first time I've ever.
0: Do you seem so happy?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Like I worked really hard on this and I'm really proud of what I wrote and I sacrificed a lot. Like I've I've spent hours and like like really two years of, of thoughts and emotional work and um writing and editing and and waiting and um and i really really believe in this project it feels like i felt really called to put this information out and and you know me i just love to share things Mm -hmm. and so like you do yeah (laughs) and so some of these stories
0: except food I know you I do hate sharing my food. food yep, I learned that as your roommate.
1: <laughs> but like I said, it's been hard to hold on to these stories, but it just feels important that they're packaged this way. Um, so I haven't, so y'all are going to get to see more of my life and, and some of my friends and people I've met and, um, you know, people I've been in therapy with and I, I've i been able to, to really gain a lot of insight that I'm excited to share. Mm-hmm. And and I hope people are interested and, and I hope people pre-order it because I want it to get to the people who maybe won't listen to this. Yeah. I want it to be available at, you know, at, like at Costco when someone's going to say, hey, that caught my eye. Maybe this is something that I need.
0: Yeah. Can you tell us about the cover?
1: Yes. Oh, thank you for asking.
0: The cover. Okay. Oh, first of all, you showed me the cover and like my jaw dropped because it is so beautiful.
1: It's really pretty. I'm really happy with it. And it was designed by three gay men. Um, One of them was me. <laughs> and one of them was my friend Mitchell. The other, my friend Jared. Um, And I just think, all of us like i had this idea that i like scratched out on some lined paper um and it it went through you know so many reiterations um and eventually like th- this is kind of this is kind of like a sister book to my my first book it's like it's like the more mature sister uh-huh. <laughs> um, who gives more information um and so i wanted them to be really congruent so in my mind i was going to like match the colors right it was going to mm-hmm. be like my first book's kind of like moody blue. I love a gray blue. Um, but then, you know, there's one reiteration that my friend Mitchell did where I had kind of like some orange around it. It's a sunrise over the mountains. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, the book's going to be orange, which I don't know if that's surprising. to be. Like, that's not interesting. Of course, my book's orange because you'll see it. But I was like, for like a year and a half, I was like, I'm doing another blue book. And then it was orange. And I was like, <laughs> what? But it was cool because it's it's an inverse it, like all the colors are inverted. And what you're probably asking about the art and like what it means. Um, so um the the mountains are um, taken after the mountains at this is the place Heritage Park, which is where the um, pioneers came came through into the Salt Lake Valley. And um, I really wanted to depict that scene because um part of the book and, and really like the the end of the book, really draws the parallels between um, early Mormon pioneers looking for a place to settle after years of persecution and ambiguity and strife and fear Mm -hmm. looking for a place to settle and kind of cresting over these mountains after years of hardship into this place where they're able to establish Zion and find a place where they can feel safe and grow in a place of longevity. Um, But I feel like LGBTQ saints don't have that um, yet. And so there's all these people who are still in this this ambiguity on this this pioneering wilderness journey. They're getting cholera, and they're you know mm-hmm. <laughs> legs are breaking. <laughs> and, and there's so many people that are losing hope that th- they'll one day crest the mountains into a Zion space mm-hmm. because we haven't expanded the borders of Zion yet. There, there's really not a place to land for a lot of people. Um. And and that's what the book's about. The book is about having like helping people through this treacherous journey and finally cresting over into this valley, this place of safety with water and refuge and and buildings and um, and so yeah. The cover depicts that uh, like an an iteration of that mountain range with like this Zion sun that's rising up over the mountain, Mm -hmm. kind of bringing light to a place that's always been dark.
0: Yeah i love it i think i think it's beautiful just like aesthetically and also i think the symbolism is so pretty too thank you i love it and yeah and i feel like your first book is kind of like here's what it's like to be gay and hilarious saint and you help people like step into the space and like learn to like see us and love us and i feel like this book is like okay now what do we do now what like you're like you're 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 an ally you know what do you do or you're you're an LGBTQ person who wants to stay in the church? like how can we make that happen? Mm-hmm. and I, I think it's beautiful.
1: Thank you. My first book was really retrospective and it felt really finished when it was complete. Like I was like, these are my past experiences. This is where I'm at now. This is what I learned up to the point of coming out. and And I think the thing about coming out and and continuing on this path is that there's not really like an end, you know. And so so this book, like you said, is that but it's also more forward facing it's like where are we now where are we going where could we go um, and I think because of that it feels a lot more vulnerable to write um, because I can't say this chapter is closed it's like I'm, I'm I'm bringing you up to where I am and I hope y'all can help me find the rest Yeah. Um, but I also think that's one of the reasons it's powerful because it has more of that raw emotion mm-hmm. um, and, and I really think I tried hard and and I think I was able to depict um, both the blessings and challenges of the gay LDS experience in a way that's really going to resonate with people and that they'll be able to, um, you know, like use that information to get inspiration on, on how to lift where they stand.
0: Yeah. Well, your first book I loved. There's one line about me. The the second book has like a whole paragraph about me. So I, I love that. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> it's almost like we've known each other longer. Right? I know.
0: A whole paragraph <laughs> like now. Um, so, Charlie, where do people get the book? Um, so, right now it's pre orders.
1: Oh, also, this is a really exciting thing. Um, David Archuleta wrote the most beautiful endorsement letter um, for my book. And I was, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for his friendship and, and that he was willing to put himself out there in this way. Um, and that's only available to people who pre-order. It's weird to kind of like try to sell something over the podcast. We've never done this. Um, but, but that's like kind of another exciting piece that hopefully will incentivize people to, um, to act now. But, but yeah, it's, it's available right now for pre-order on a website that I made called mrcharliebird.com.
0: How do you spell that? M R C
1: H A R L I E B I R D dot C O M. Nice. Um, and, um, yeah, like I said, if you pre-order, it's really going to help me get this book to more people. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to ask people to buy my book because I've never had to. You much. just
0: did, but yeah, like, I'll ask them. Buy Charlie's book, please. <laughs> but like, I-, I need
1: help on this front end with the pre-orders so that this can be like a, a long-standing resource for um, people who may not have as much interest or access in things like our podcast. You know. Yeah um so yeah it's it's twenty one ninety nine, and there's also like i put some like merch up in case you want to support more like i have a bookmark and a sticker and a hoodie um and so just any way you can support i think it'll it'll really make a big difference for me and for you know i'm hoping we can make a wave with this
0: yeah well i've read the manuscript but i tonight am going to go buy the book and I'm not don't ship it to me just bring it to me Uh, (laughs) but I want nothing to do with your merch so (laughs) (laughs) well I'm giving you a bookmark no (laughs) (laughs) and you're gonna
1: use it to mark your spot (laughs) fine I would use it (laughs) anyway um, but yeah I'm I'm grateful for this community I'm grateful that people are still you know hopefully interested in what I have to say Um, and like I said I'm, I'm really really proud of what I wrote and I'm just thrilled that I can share it with people and I hope I hope they love and enjoy it as much as I do Awesome.
0: Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, thanks.